Hey everybody, welcome to Different Flavors of Tea, a podcast where we talk the latest headlines, nutrition, healthy lifestyles, relationships, managing your time, and just balancing a better you. For more information, visit our website at differentflavors.wordpress.com. Thanks for joining us. Enjoy. Welcome to Different Flavors of Tea, everyone. I'm your host, Annette. And I'm Aaliyah. And we are so glad that you guys have tuned in to us today. I know it's been a while since y'all heard us, but you know, with Christmas holiday passing and New Year's, we had to take some time off. So, and vacation. Um, yes, yeah. Malia had a great vacation. She's going to tell us about that a little bit later. But um, yeah, so we, we took a few weeks off, but we are so glad that you guys are sticking with us and have come back. Um, it's a new year. We're still going. Are you? How are you doing on your New Year's resolutions? I think I'm making great progress. Um, typically, every year, I'm the kind of person who does a New, year, New Year's resolution, and I say, I'm going to lose this weight by the summer. And that's still kind of my New Year's resolution, but it's really more of like a get healthy. Um, so I'm changing my diet. I'm changing um, just a lot of kind of my everyday schedule. I'm getting up earlier, going to bed earlier. Um, so making my life more fulfilling is really my resolution this year. So I've joined a gym. I'm starting to eat better. Um, I'm taking better care of myself mentally and physically. I think that's the most important thing. You know how like the gym be really packed, like at the beginning of January and like everybody's in the gym. They're like, oh, we're losing weight. And then Right around like April, May, that's where, you know, people just start to like die off. But I think it's awesome that you're doing that. I'm to try, I'm trying to lose weight like everybody else. If y'all follow me on social media, I be, I be posting on Snapchat, Snapchat because to me that inspires me. I don't know. How yes. Like, <laughs> I, well, I seriously like <laughs> the past few days, I've, every time I log on Snapchat and I'm like a creeper, I don't post, but I look at everyone's stuff and you literally every single day you're in the gym or you're posting some healthy meal. So that's definitely like, hey, if Annette can do it, I can do it too. So I'm Absolutely. glad. Keep posting. That is some great motivation keep, for me. I'm going to keep it up. It's hard. Like, I found something that I like to do. I think that's important too. Like, working out, you know how some people just dread to work out? Like, I was right. active when I was younger. But I think if you can find something fun, like a class that you like to do, you know, whether it's Zumba or I do kickboxing, I love kickboxing because. I I'm I get stressed and I want to just let out that frustration. So for me, kickboxing is like the ideal like workout. Something that you like to do. I think that's really like important when it comes to being active and losing weight. It is because like I'm not really the most motivated. That's uh, that's another resolution. I'm working to keep myself motivated. Um, because often I'd be one of those people who goes to the gym. A few months later, I quit. So I want to be able to. Do- go past that and push myself. Um, so I'm finding more interesting ways to work out because I'm, I'm not really an athletic person. I'm not really a competitive person. So something like volleyball or basketball is not going to be a fun workout for me. I'm more of like a, you know, maybe yoga or Pilates or I'm going to do like 
the bike or Zumba or, you know, something that's going to keep my heart rate up, but still keep me moving. Oh, and water aerobics too. That's a really fun class I tried. So I love hot Pilates. When you do that, do you wear a waist trainer? Because I feel like that would be awesome. The sweating and the waist trainer. So then it just kind of melts into that shape. Yeah, I do the waist trainer. I have a pretty, like, well, I'm trying to, like, get my stomach flatter, but I have really big hips. So the waist trainer, I think, helps with, like, your shape. Like, if you want to keep that small waist. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of women that do the waist trainers, um, and they love it. You can get one at Walmart for $5. Shoot. Mine that are, like, 30, 40, like, Gucci Man's wife. And they're great, but you can get just... A, a one one just as good at Walmart and it's like I think it's like five ninety nine. It's like I'm gonna have to do that because I got a fifty dollar one and that crap broke on me. So <laughs> that has like stuff That's sticking crazy. out the back after like a year of wearing it. So yeah, I'm gonna try that five dollar one and see how that works. But it definitely does friend. work. Like waist trainers definitely work. Yeah. You just have to keep doing them. Invest, invest, invest. Get a waist trainer, y'all. If y'all trying to lose weight, and let's hold each other accountable. Like. I do better with working out um, when I have, like, a partner to, like, motivate me. So, like, mm-hmm. I have, like, a friend, and, like, he motivates me, and, like, come on, time to go to the gym. So I think it's important that you get, like, an accountability partner. That, that's what they're called. Get your yes. accountability partner who can, like, call you and be like, hey, did you go to the gym today? What did you eat today? Did you get your, the, your healthy meals in? Like, you got to have somebody that's, like, holding you accountable. I think I asked you to do that for me the other day, too, because I remember I texted you about some food, and you said, mm, that has a lot of calories in it, so I'm glad you did that, because that made me rethink my decision. <laughs> yes. um, so, yeah, I definitely need, need that, and somebody to come to the gym with me, because I do get bored. You know, you working out for, like, an hour, your mind's going to be wandering, and you're going to want someone to talk to, or at least experience all that hard work with you especially those last like 10 minutes of a workout when you're really trying to push it so yeah I agree I agree so I know you went on a trip Um, I did I went on basically it was a family trip all my loved ones my age and I went to uh the Bahamas we left out of Miami and I would say my favorite part of the trip besides being in the Bahamas spending time spending time with everyone was that my brother proposed to his girlfriend, now fiance, and that was just the sweetest moment ever. Obviously, they were so excited about it, and it was kind of a cute story. Um, I don't want to tell their business or anything, but I was just really happy. You know, she's a great girl, so we're all really excited for their wedding. People getting engaged. I think it was like the whole holiday season, like Christmas, Mm -hmm. New Year's. A lot of people got engaged recently. Yeah, he proposed like to her on New Year. Year's. Oh, he did it on New Year's? Oh, that's so cute. Mm-hmm. I know. Ours is coming. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> one day. <laughs> one day. But no, that, I think that that's needs, a That's going to take some time. <laughs> we, have to, uh, we have to just, you know, stay, um, stay hopeful that, uh, that the right one will come along. Um, but... I'm glad you had a good trip. You looked beautiful. Saw pictures online. So Thank yeah. you. It's like it was really, really nice. So, and you know, talking about your brother getting married, that that's a perfect transition for like us to get back to our discussion of dating. We're, we're mm-hmm. talking about relationships part two on this episode, and just talking about dating. Well, not even dating. Like by now, this this part, you know, the the last episode we talked about dating and like 
courtship and you know how we felt the dating game was going but this this episode we're going to be talking about like okay so y'all are exclusive you know right it's like what do you do and but speaking to both of us Malia we both have experience like a lot of experience when it comes to dating um and being in relationships you know mm-hmm. so um I've been know, more we of like a long-term about- relationship I haven't really had short ones so yeah. when it comes but yeah so you know just really, really quickly, like, I know we're talking about, like, transitioning over into the exclusive stage, but, like, you know, with dating, I, this is something that I really wanted to talk about last episode, and we didn't really talk about a little bit. Well, we did a little bit, but, you know, one of my biggest pet peeves is, like, men being cheap. Like, granted, you know, I have a career. Malia, you have a career. We're not cheap women at all. In the least so what do you mean but, like cheap like they take you to mcdonald's like that kind of thing i mean like, I mean, like well, someone who who just like wants to kick it you know hey you know do you want to just kick it and come over and bring some pizza? okay that's so really cool, like we... that's really like a um, man that doesn't want to make an effort i wouldn't call that cheap but i know what you mean i think it's lack of effort and i think it's cheap so, so okay, when you're trying to date, what do you expect from a man? Or not even what do you expect, like, what is it you would want to see? Um, I would want to see, you know, like, court me, court me properly, do little romantic things. Um, but for me, it's, it's about a vibe. So if I got a vibe mm-hmm. with you and, and we're vibing and we're hanging out, I'm not saying that you have to, like, take me to expensive restaurants, no, but... If I'm out with you and I notice some things that you do that may kind of pose as being cheap, and what I mean by that is, like, you know, just not wanting to pay. I mean, that's, like, the most obvious, you know, way of somebody being cheap. But then also just not wa- just wanting to just hang out in the house. Like, it's like, no, I'm good on that. You know? So when would you be good? At what point are you good at just going over to the house? I think it's, I think it's when you have developed a comfortable, like being comfortable with that person. You dated, you, you trust that person that he's not a crazy and <laughs> exclusively dating for a while. I think then it's appropriate, not even exclusively, but just like after a few dates and you get to know this person and you, you've had some long-term, you know, or long conversations with them, then I think it's okay to invite them at the house. But Cheap as in just not even wanting to, like, go out and do something that costs money. To me, that's cheap. And to me, that's a red flag. And that means that you just want to have sex with me and not doing anything else. But what? Okay, what if he's having, like, a broke moment, as we all do in our lives? And he's like, you know what? I'm really interested in you. So I'm going to take you to this, like, park. And we're going to have a picnic. And, like, everything costs, like, $5. You know, like that's the whole cute. meal costs five dollars. Okay, so so that's that wouldn't be considered cheap to you. No, I think cheap means like like cheap in in effort and labor. That sounds terrible, labor. But just like you know, get no going to a park. I don't think that's bad, and and I don't think that you know you could be frugal and still have a great time. But. Mm-hmm you know, with guys, and it's just, like, it's just kind of, 
it was refreshing for me. I had a date a few weeks ago and we went to a restaurant. It was after church. It was just a lunch date, but it was just refreshing to meet a guy and it was great conversation. We had a good meal. You know, I didn't have to like worry about if I needed to pay. It's like that should already be expected. That should already be done. I'm old school. I told you this last episode. I'm old school. Like that should already be done. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I know people won't agree with that, but I don't care how I feel. <laughs> well, I mean, it's, it's it's good, though, to know, you know, someone's interested and they're taking the effort in you um, and you're getting to know each other. So I think that's always a good thing. You don't want somebody who's just, hey, what's up? Let's go hang out. Come over to my house. Let's Netflix and chill. That's not cool. Because then obviously you just want sex, not to really get to know, get to know the person. So where should, okay, so we were also talking about, like, where, where you should go to, like, date and, you know, potentially find a mate. Um, I would say not the workplace. <laughs> not the workplace. I've seen so many of those hell, go crazy. Hell um, no. So I'm going to say no. that, so let's, <laughs> let's say, what's the, this is a new question. Where should you Save not meet a potential mate? So, um, no, don't exclude the work. So if you're interested in anyone at work, nope, move on. Better be outside the workplace. Yeah. Mm-mm. You'd be surprised how many people, like, not, I'm not speaking about myself, but you'd be surprised how many people date other people at the workplace. Like, it's like. Oh, oh, I, I, it's probably a lot, but I've every, at, well, every place I've worked to that's happened or worked at that's happened and, uh, it never turned out well. There was always drama. People getting jealous of other people. So I would stay away from that mess. But good places to go, you know, meet somebody at a bar. My sister met her husband that way. Um, at a bar? To meet. Really? Mm-hmm. They met each other at a bar. And, yeah, they're married, two beautiful boys. Um, so I think that's great. My sister, now her ex-husband, my other sister, I have five, six, six, six sisters, um, one of mine, she met her ex-husband in the yogurt aisle at a grocery store. Um, so that's a really cute story. Um, let's see. I know there's like the modern things like Tinder. Actually, one of my best friends met her husband on Tinder. So, I mean, there are some quality people on those sites. You just have to be very careful of who you pick and choose. So I don't trust online dating. I don't trust it. Man, I, I know like know so many of my family members... Got- yeah, like, like three of my family members have met their, like, husbands and wives on dating sites. So that works if you're serious. I would say go with more, like, the eHarmonies and stuff because those are more kind of legit and they weed people out. Um, And if you're willing to pay, like, 30-plus dollars a month, you're pretty serious about a relationship. So that kind of takes away the people who aren't. Let's see. I wouldn't say like a club because that kind of seems like there would just be a hookup. I mean, I'm sure you can meet somebody. What about the gym? The gym. The gym would be a great place. I just wouldn't want anyone bothering me while I work out, though. But that would be a great way, you know, get someone's number and hit it off from there. Let's see. Yeah. Any kind of class you take. So there's a workout class, the class from school, um, anything really. Um We'll see. What are some you can yeah, think of? I mean, there's so many places places nowadays you can meet people. It, 
dating is inevitable. I mean, we definitely explored that. But I guess when does it, you know, let's when does it get to the point where, you know, you've been dating this person for so long and it's and it's time to you you see it transitioning into a potential relationship, but are you turned this is a good question. Are you turned off by somebody that moves a little bit too fast? Cuz I know when I was younger, I used to move way too fast like I start dating somebody and be like, oh, we go together. No, See, I was never into that. I was right. usually like, um, for me, I have like a six-month rule. Get to know that person for at least six months. And then if you can see yourself with them after six months, then try to make that official. That's a really And if not, if if not, like you're wasting your time. No, that's a good, I think that's a good timeline. Six months, you could definitely get to know a person by six months. Like... Not completely, but, you know, you're on a pretty good level. But, yeah. So what do you require? So, you know, it's like when when you have, I think, having that conversation, you know, no one wants to have it. Sometimes it can be more awkward than others. But I think it's necessary to, like, always communicate and just kind of have an idea from both sides of the party where you guys are at. Okay, are we transitioning into, um, you know, an exclusive situation? what's going on here you need to have that conversation because some girls be thinking that their men are with them and they out there with other people Mm -hmm. (laughs) i would say (laughs) i would say oh gosh you're gonna be cracking up um so um, what you should always require is communication because communication is key without that you're not gonna have anything you're not gonna know what's on somebody's mind You can't expect someone else to read your mind. Um, So communication is key. Honesty. um, Yeah. That's another big one because if you don't have trust, you don't have anything. So you need to be able to trust each other. I feel like if you can't trust somebody with your life, then you should not be with them. Like point blank, period. I think it's also important to mention you got to be spiritually yoked with that person. Like I can't tell you enough how many times relationships have failed at least with my background, is because that other person, you know, I'm not saying that you have to believe exactly what I believe in, but we have to have some common ground. Yeah, you should have some common ground. Like, um, you don't want to have completely opposite views on, like, um, you maybe could have opposite views on politics, but eventually that's going to kind of blow up in your face or like different, like when you, when it comes to children, you don't want to have one yeah. person who doesn't want kids and the other who doesn't. You want to have similar goals, like um, we both want to travel frequently later in our lives. That could be a great goal that you could both have. But if one person just wants to stay home, that's not going to be something that's going to work out later on. Um, so not saying it's it's great um, because I know opposites really attract. Um, but you should also have some common ground on where you want to be in life and if you have goals you need to be able to support each other and help you both get to that point absolutely absolutely it's all about you know it's a relationship it's a partnership so there's a lot of compromise that has to happen between both parties there's also a lot of you know sacrifice um compromise communication if you're different on a on a few levels but you have to have that common ground because if you're going to want to have to raise a family or, you know, raise kids, you got, you have to be on the same page in order for those kids to grow up and be successful. Mm-hmm. 
And also you should, you know, over time people change and you should also be willing um, to accept the person for who they are as they grow into the person they're becoming um, and learn with them about who they are and also be forgiving um, too. That's another important thing in relationships. People can hold grudges and that ends up um, tearing everything down. Um, and being willing to talk things out together to gain more understanding. That's really important as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, you know, once you're in a relationship, you know, I've been in a long-term relationship. I think my longest relationship would have been about four and a half years. Well, roughly four, four and a half years with someone. Um, Malia, what's your longest relationship been? Four years. That was the longest. Four years. So, you know, once you get into the relationship, I think it's important to also talk about, you know, because I think women can kind of get to the point where they're comfortable. You know, they've got their man and they're comfortable with it and they forget that they have to keep their man. As we know, these are individuals, their eyes are shifty. They'll go be, they'll, if they're not getting it from you, they're going to go get it from somebody else. I, I, I just know that for a fact. So, Let's talk about how you, you know, how you should keep your man. I just feel like, now granted, I do want to say this. Yes, I'm single, everybody. But at the same token, you know, it's by choice. I have been in plenty of relationships. And I'm old enough to know where I, when I don't want to be in a relationship at the moment or when I need to get out of one. So I don't want people to be like, oh, she's talking about all this stuff and she don't even got a man. No, negative. <laughs> let's just put that out there first and foremost but how do you keep a man Malia let's talk about that because women be thinking that oh I got my man we've been together for 20 years we've been together for 10 plus years he ain't going nowhere meanwhile he's he's off with so-and-so well really did I say it depends on the man like what is what's something he say says he wants in his life be his biggest supporter um yes you know support your man support him um don't tear him down make him feel like he can trust you he can come to you um just basically be his rock um but obviously you need that from him too it's not gonna work if it's not both ways um and um you know you you gotta keep yourself up you gotta continue to look good so take care of your body um be healthy. Stay in the gym. Yes, stay in the gym. Work. It, you got some bushy eyebrows. You know, wax those things. Like you know, just, <laughs> just gotta keep yourself up because there's always somebody so, out there that's gonna catch the eye of so your man fair. and can take can take them from you. So, but you know what they always say: if he wasn't really yours, if she could take him anyway. So yeah. But, yeah, it's important to do that. Um, be a man's piece. That's important as well. A man should be a woman's piece. I feel like you get what you give. So if you're bringing drama or if he's that bringing drama, that's going to happen. So that is important as well. But, yeah, it really yes, depends. I, I mean, there's not any set rules of what you can do to keep somebody because if, if they want to be kept, it's ultimately their choice if they're going to be kept or not. Definitely. Um, just some things that I've, you know, lived by and, you know, my mother is my biggest, you know, supporter, cheerleader, but she's also the person that I go to for relationship advice because she's been with my dad for 
nearly 40 years. So it's important for me to get good advice from her. The way through a man's heart, stomach. Ladies, please learn how to cook. <laughs> even, if, even, if you, even if you can cook them some eggs. You said some eggs. Little breakfast potatoes. Please. Oh, man. I, I'm sorry, Lily. I had to bring this up because I was listening to another podcast and they don't know how to cook. And I was just like, okay, that's really important to me. And I'm sure it's important to the man that you date. You got to know how to cook. Right. One girl was like, this one lady in the store. I lied to you not. We were in the store today. I was shopping and this one lady was like, I mean, I burn water. What? Man, this is my thing. If you can read, you can cook. Because all you have to do is follow the instructions. It's not that hard. And if you can't read, look at a visual on YouTube or something. So, I mean, find something that you know is going to have some flavor in it because no one wants any bland food. So, I mean, as long as you have flavor and it's cooked right, it's probably going to taste good. And then you can cook. Find a few meals that you know you're really good at. There you go. Yes. Absolutely. So, yes. Oh, and also keep um, it a little spicy in the bedroom. And, you know, you can cook him that good meal, make a said. candlelight dinner, put on that little outfit, and surprise him one day when he comes home from work. You know, little spontaneous things like that will keep a man as well. Keep him on his toes. We aim to please here. But, what? okay, what are some, what are some deal breakers? Like... Ooh. For me, oh, cheating. Yes, I mean, cheating, okay, cheating, so, cheating. You know, a lot of women say cheating are like deal breakers. You know, but I know a lot of women who stay in the relationship despite the cheating. Mm-mm. Trust is gone. The trust is broken. I do. I know women. I know a woman that is in a relationship right now, and her man cheats, and it's known, but. Mm-mm. Nope, I couldn't do it because he could bring home STDs or maybe he has a, a kid out there somewhere. Um, mm-mm. He can go by and so yeah. can the girl. Bye-bye. Have fun with your life. So, and- cheating, so cheating is a deal breaker for you. So if you found out your man was cheating, you're not going to like, you're not going to give him another chance. What if this is somebody that you love, you care about, you, you know, you wouldn't give that person another chance? Nope. I think I would. Well, okay, I should be so quick. It just really depends on the situation. I mean... Yeah, Malia, I'm thinking, Malia, you're not going to do it. You're not going to do it. I mean, let's say I was married to the man for 50 years. He was like, hey, when we were like 27, I cheated on you. I'd be like, okay. And then there's nothing you could do about it 30 years later. So I think I'd keep my man. But if I found out today that happened, it would go down and... He will be gone out of my life. Yeah. I've never, um, you know, I mean, I'm sure I've gotten cheated on, but I never um, knew about it or whatever. Same. Somebody I really, really care about. You know, that's hard for me. I, I think for me, you know, my, my first reaction would be like, no, hell no. I'm definitely not going to take them back. You know, but if I love that person, I do know that people fall short and people make mistakes. For me, though, it would be that trust. Like, I, I would be, I'm, I'm, an, I'm an over, and like analytical person anyway. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm a little compulsive. I'm a little over analytical about a lot of things. I stress out a lot. So, like, I feel like if, if you know, my significant other cheats, I'm gonna be like, 
if we are, if we do remain together, I'm going to be stalking that man. I'm going to be like, where are you? Oh, are gosh. You out here messing? With, yeah, like messing with a girl. I think it uh-uh. will. I think, I think that would overtake my mind. I think because I wouldn't trust that person. Mm-mm. doing god knows what see you got to be know? a classy lady about it you you get your revenge by moving on with your life and being happier than him or her whoever's cheating on you just leave them no, alone they're... and because they're just not worth it they're just blocking you from your blessing of finding that husband or wife so okay i just thought about something i just thought about that one couple um oh my god i'm drawn the the singer from mary mary and remember, she, like, her husband cheated, and he came forward, and she, like, you know, said that it was her fault. Like, did you, do you remember that story? This happened years ago. This happened years ago, but, um. Why? Because she was inattentive ladies. in her relationship? Yeah, she had said because she, you know, she was traveling on tour. She wasn't, like, really catering to her man. She wasn't giving him what, what he needed. I see what she's saying, but that's not her fault. It's his fault. He chose to do it. So that's all on him. But there are things that can contribute to your partner feeling that they want to cheat. That doesn't mean it's your fault, though. Yeah, I think, yeah, it's definitely not your fault. And I think it takes, you got to be strong. Like, just don't get married. If you're going to cheat, if you're going to be out here doing God knows what, why even commit, you know? I don't know. It's so many people that cheat. It's just, it's like the thing to do. And you know what's the new thing, Malia? I really want to get your opinion on this. I know some people that, They'll be in a marriage and they bring somebody from the outside in to fulfill a fantasy for their significant other so that that significant other wouldn't cheat. So they won't cheat? Yeah. So they bring somebody in. If you're at that point, you just need to leave. For example. So like, for example. But that's still cheating. That makes no sense. But they both know about it. They both. I mean, it's, it's still cheating, whether they know or not. It's still cheating, um, and that's stupid. If you have to go to that drastic measure just to keep somebody, then you need to be out of that relationship. Now, if you're bringing somebody in because you all three think it's fun, then great. But if you're doing it just to yeah, keep I think someone, that's what it is. it's an open situation. Like they don't look at it as cheating because they're like, okay, well, you can bring her in. She's probably attracted to the girl too. So it's like, well, that's different. If they're both attracted to a person, then that's fine. But if, if you were in a marriage and you didn't want somebody to cheat on you, so you're like, you know what? I'm going to try to be okay with this. Even though I'm not, I'm just going to bring this other person in. I already, that doesn't even make sense to me. So the only way that could work is if they're all three consenting and okay with it. I think that's like the mission of it. Like, but I just, it still poses the question, you know, cheating and infidelity. It, it still poses the question, like, to what measures would you go, like, to make sure that your man doesn't stray? He's going to stray if he wants. Yeah. You can't stop him unless you tie him to a chair. <laughs> this happened, a, you know, a little bit over a month ago, but uh, with Cardi B and Offset. Mm-hmm. No, offset. There's like a sex tape online, and you know Cardi B was like, pretty much everybody kind of went ham on her on Twitter because you know her mentions were lit up when that sex tape came out because this is like the second time that he's been caught like with another woman. So it's everybody's kind of like looking at her like, what are we gonna do? 
Well, she basically said she forgave him and got back together with him. She's the one with the ring. That's how she looks at it. So if she's if she likes it, I love it. Yeah. I don't know. It's just it's just it's all about preference, you know, like I I wouldn't be okay with it either. I only saw one version of it and it was like twelve seconds long. But you can't control what people are gonna do. But I think it's important that there's just an understanding in the relationship. You know, if you mm-hmm. know that your man is the, is 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 not going to be committed or has a strange eye like most men do have but um if you know that and if you have that communication with them and y'all figure something out that works for y'all then i think it works but it's all about you know it's all about preference and it's all about what you it, it goes back to those boundaries what can you accept what are you, what is your deal breaker? What are you not, you know? Ah, uh, I don't know. I, oh, this was another thing I was going to mention really, really quick because I know we're getting late. But do you think physical cheating is worse than emotional cheating? So, for example, if you're, if, if your significant other was like having like a text and a phone conversation with another woman, so maybe not hooking up every day, maybe they have hooked up like once or twice, but like it's more so like a phone conversation or text messages, pictures, flirting like that. It's more of an emotional cheating. Would you forgive that person easier? Mm-mm. I think emotions are worse. No, means- to me, cheating is cheating. So it's going to affect me the same way. I would be hurt either way. So. So even, or or what if, what if the guy never did touch this woman and he was just having. That's like, still cheating. It's, it's all him. cheating, but not, one's not worse than the other. It's all equal. It's Equally bad and hurtful and disrespectful and rude and yeah Mm-mm. cheating is cheating no I do not no I, I don't either and I think it's important if anybody if you don't take anything from this episode just make sure you're on the same page with the person I can't tell right. how many you know men that use women or vice versa and you know you're in a relationship and that other person is being used by that person and it's like it's not fair it's not fair to the other person it's, it's really messed up exactly really 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 messed up so so yeah we're gonna wrap this up we've we've probably <laughs> bothered you so much for the day no <laughs> but we're so glad that you have listened in to our episode episode four on relationships um and uh yeah we're gonna be back with some more great Hot topic next week. All right, we'll see you next week. All right, be blessed. Rock Legion. Rock Legion. Thanks for listening to Different Flavors of Tea with Malia and I. If you like our show and want to know more, check us out on Facebook or visit our website at differentflavors.wordpress.com. Join us next week for our latest episode.